Hi, welcome to Off the Clock, KBIA's look at arts and culture stories in our region. I'm Emily Aiken. How do sex positivity and Christianity coexist? KBIA's Veronica Mahesky sat down with Jefferson City OBGYN Jennifer Sue to talk about how her faith and sex positivity have become intertwined in her career. Can you tell me about how your faith has changed over the years? When I left Jeff City, I went to UMKC, UMKC, joined um, Christian Medical Dental Society, weekly Bible study student line, super awesome. But I went through stages of myself, I have to get rid of all the rock music. If it's not Christian rock music, I'm getting rid of it. And I would throw, throw away like Rick Springfield. I would throw away like um, really good air supply. I threw away my air supply cassettes. Because I was in that mode, like, you know how you get when you're young, like, I'm going to do it all right. I would only get the King James Version, but the damaging part was I didn't go out with my best friend's brother, who was Catholic, because I thought he's not a Christian. So you grow. Same with birth control. You know, birth control, like, um, there's many ways that birth control works. First, it prevents ovulation, thickens the cervical mucus. Um... At the very end, on the progesterone only, it can prevent implantation of a fertilized egg. But in my zeal for Jesus and growing, I was terrible. I had to focus on that one. Oh, we can never give Depo-Provera. We can never give progesterone only because it could cause abortion. But look at all the other things that it does. But, you know, growing up and growing in my faith, you start to realize, wait, just relax. Because maybe that person can't swallow a pill. Maybe they want to use a shot. Maybe it's more convenient. Be gracious to people. Banging people over the head saying, this is a sin. This is, this is bad. This is aborting infants. You're using scare tactics. And all you're doing is you're looking like a crazy person. <laughs> and they're going to go somewhere else to get it. But I've grown. So now my husband's Catholic. Um I talk about sex. <laughs> um, I Oh, back then I only wore skirts and dresses. I tried to be a perfect Christian. And God doesn't want that. He wants me imperfect tattoos, sexual and all. But, oh, it took a long time. Ask my friends in college. I've apologized to a lot of them because you just have to grow. How does your faith affect your job as an OBGYN? People that won't accept you for who you are, it's okay. Just be yourself. You don't have to live, you know, to try to please society or please, you know, just try to, for me, I try to please the Lord. He's everything to me. That's the only way I live is because of my Lord. That's the only way I can do every day. For other people, it might be something different, you know, but you have to be yourself. You know, doctors, you have to be careful when patients come to you. They don't want your religious beliefs to impact their health care. They came to you, they trusted that they're safe. And when you don't, when you don't do that and make them feel safe, you've really harmed them more than you ever realized. So whatever religious preference, sexual preference you have, you leave that at the door. You go into that room with that patient and you say, oh, you can be whoever you want. I'm here to help you be healthy. That was KBIA's Veronica Mohesky. To hear more about Dr. Sue and her work, visit kbia.org. That was this week's Off the Clock. I'm Emily Aiken. Thanks for tuning in.